0: back to Who Are You, a CSI podcast. I am Lauren, and I've seen CSI through and through around three to four times.
1: And I'm Nick, and I'm investigating these episodes for the first time.
0: And today we are reviewing season one, episode 11, I-15 Murders. Director is Oz Scott. Writers are Anthony E. Zeiger, Carol Mendelson, and Eli Talbert. Original air date of January 12th, 2001. So our first episode not in 2000 we've crossed over yeah.
1: this is this is like a, usually a big deal for tv shows you come back from like the christmas break mm-hmm. and you're trying to get everybody back into watching your tv show again
0: yes yes and you're hoping that, and you're hoping that people yeah. return so they try to initially entice us in by showing us scenes of the vegas strip which you know not surprising for the intro to the show and then we go to a grocery store
1: yes we have by the way the Vegas score the initial Vegas score in mm. this episode was a three okay there's a lot of additional Vegas scenes including right after the the intro the the music and the yes. what do you call that the credits the credit yeah opening credits mm. opening credit uh, there's another one and so then I end up up scaling I, I if you add those all together throughout the episode you end up at a four so okay which is very vagacy and this episode feels very vague and this
0: is an out of five scale for those who are wondering this is not an out of ten scale this is a yes. this is an out of five scale so
1: Four, four, uh, four out of five uh hotels that's yes yes casinos four out of five casinos
0: so we go inside of the grocery store with a older woman you know with a cart shopping and We see her go through a few aisles and then we have a very dramatic dropped mustard scene where a jar, because sometimes mustard comes in glass jars, gets dropped and shattered on the floor. And then we cut to Grissom arriving to the store. There he meets uh, Jim Brass. They find out that the missing woman is named Margaret Shorey. I did note... And Nick might have commentary about this. So Nick found out very something very interesting about this episode. So we'll see when we want to share this. But Grissom touches this missing woman's purse with no gloves on. Yep. He just just touches the the purse, and I was like, "What? What are you doing, sir? Put your put your gloves on before a you." Of,
1: yeah, a lot of the things in this episode will probably harken back to early on in the show. Yes. There's some weird ADR, like which is when they have people come in and record over their dialogue earlier. Yes. And there's in that in that first scene with Brass, they're talking about the new job, or the old job is what he calls it, right?
0: Yes, yeah, so Grissom stepping into Jim Brass's old role. Yeah, but that's where so that's where the
1: ADR is, and I think that I went on uh, Wikipedia, and the production code for this uh, implies it was originally supposed to be right after the two-part season premiere. And so we have a lot of the same themes going on. Mm-hmm. the Grissom stepping into a new role as we go through the episode. Well you know we hadn't really talked about they hadn't done a lot with him, like taking over, and you see it happening in this episode, having to make judgment decisions and yes. the The recent gambling plot with work is sort of rehashing back to that first pilot mm-hmm. episode, and the same thing Sarah investigating him again and I've, and a lot of those reasons might be. To seamlessly weave this episode back in, yes, to the to the slate, yeah, um, even though it was supposed to be a much
0: earlier episode, yeah,
1: but yeah, I think you'll see a lot of like hallmarks of that that really early episodes, yes. Uh, here, I I kept being like thinking they were doing it because people were like, oh, they probably wanted people to watch the first episode who were who had heard about the show wanted to get back into it, and then they were just trying to make they were just like they say everyone's name a lot and stuff like that just to just to bring in new viewers yeah it'd be a great idea and then something i don't know i just like i had to like go check to see i was trying to see if there was like like the internet had a fun fact or something about it and i saw the production code on wikipedia i was like oh yeah okay that makes sense and so like Mm -hmm. a lot of these things i have to cut them slack and be like yeah they filmed this to be the second episode it's not my favorite episode we'll get to that 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 later i think they, they were just trying you know, early on, they were just trying to choose strong episodes. Yes. You know, that's fair. And make, fair. The, and make yeah. the show show as successful as possible.
0: So after touching the purse without gloves, Grissom then decides to take it up a notch and licks mustard from the cart. Yes. Just, just, uh. just takes a swash of, and he doesn't know it's mustard. Let's point that out—that he doesn't mm. know it's mustard. But he takes a swash of mustard from the cart and just licks it, much to Jim Brass's and I think the audience's dismay. This then connects us to was there a mop up in the aisle yes okay well what would you do if you dropped mustard oh you would you know you'd go to the bathroom you'd clean up and so i like grissom and jim brass oh
1: go ahead i say i like that someone in this store had to like clean up a jar of mustard on the floor and this woman's cart was just just there the whole time yeah and that didn't that didn't set off any alarm bells he's like yeah i don't care it's got a purse in it I'm yeah. just going to leave it here. Okay, we're just going to clean go up back, around it. i go, go back to stocking, yep. you know, fruit and veggies or something.
0: Yep. So Grissom and Jim Brass head to the bathroom. Grissom realizes that the stall door has been brilloed, so has been, like, mm. scrubbed, scrubbed clean. We... Move to Grissom investigating the door, and he reveals the note that reads, I've killed five women. Catch me if you can. Which then brings us to opening credits. Yep. was a kind of a long intro, actually. It was a pretty long intro. It was. I, I actually noted that, that when I, because usually my credits note in my notes is higher up in the page. And yeah. I was like, oh, this is like barely low on my page as far as like bet, where it laid in my notes.
1: I bet you they intended it to be like right after the aisle scene originally, but once they showed you the door and the brilloing, they wanted yeah, to Yeah, they were like, the we gotta message. keep going on that. Like, the message is a good hook, right? Mm-hmm. Again, mm-hmm. that might be an editing choice made because they're coming back, right? They don't want people switching over to watch, I don't know what was popular in Friends, How I Met, or 2000, How I Met Your Mother or Friends yes. or something, right? Like, they, they want you staying on watching right?
0: mm-hmm. So we go to open credits. We then go to Grissom in the lounge area of headquarters, giving out cases to the crew. Uh, Sarah Seidel gets a 419. Nick gets a 416 from a quote unquote friend of yours. Mm -hmm. And this is when we also learn or are reminded that Grissom needs to talk to Warwick. And Sarah also fills him in that she filed her report on yeah. him so we kind of get a lot of information in a in a fairly short period of time we pop on over to warwick in the locker room where grissom confronts him about being at the casino warwick tells him that he was not gambling though that's not yes. what he was doing like he was at the casino yes he was not gambling mm-hmm. yeah and then they don't they kind of cut us off right? they, they kind of cut us off They keep they, the yeah.
1: audience in the dark for yeah for for real obvious reasons yeah so I, oh go ahead I said, I'm trying to think when this note applies, but it applies to this whole episode. I wrote down that everyone in the show needs a, a class in communications. Yes, I agree. They, they refuse to just come out and tell the person that they're yeah, talking what they're to. Thinking. What they're What they ask the question they want to ask mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. do the thing. They, they just keep beating around the bush. Yes. And
0: direct communication, it, folks. This
1: episode is so full of it. Just
0: yes. tell people yes. what direct. you want to tell them. Just be direct. You don't have to be mean but be
1: direct like i wasn't gambling well what were you doing why why did you phrase the question this way you know i I think it's uh i think it's because there's something that grissom said to work in that moment that i made me think that and then works comment and then later on the episode i kept being like yeah there it is again yeah there's great there's a scene later on when with grissom and sarah and i'll bring it up again there but i was just like i was like what is wrong with you people
0: talk to each other just talk it's not that hard we go to sarah at her crime scene she is introduced to the victim's brother a uh, one kenny berlin prediction we, oh
1: go ahead oh this guy ahead. looks like he killed somebody spoiler <laughs> alert he's the sleaziest looking character spoiler, he is very we've had show in a long time i was like no offense to anybody who looked or dressed like that at None. this time None. or to the actor who for all i know dresses like that Unironically. Yeah. But I looked at that guy and I was like, he did it.
0: <laughs> so we we see a reenactment from the brother's point of view, wherein a robbery occurred and that's how his brother died. And I made a note here and Nick will probably go into more details because he sent me a G chat about this, but I had to put in quotes, high tech ac- computer equipment,
1: computer stuff. I believe was the exact word. Was it
0: stuff? Uh, okay. I, five, put, I five think I auto corrected to equipment. <laughs> she says five
1: to $10,000 worth of high tech computer stuff. stuff. And I remember thinking that flat screen, tiny little monitor, that was definitely super expensive back in the day, mm. but We were probably... I was on, like, my personal computer. Like, at that point, I had my own computer. Like, my family
0: were very early to computers. uh, I probably didn't have my own... Well... Hmm no i probably didn't have my own computer for like another like yeah. two or three years after this probably it was like a,
1: it was a compact presario which i recognized right? oh, okay. it was a very popular computer yep. back in the day yep. this is also like this is pretty close with like uh imax Do you remember those yes big colorful all-in-one mm-hmm. computers uh, that computer was probably fifteen hundred dollars or less you probably could have got it for free with a three-year CompuServe subscription. <laughs> you know how you get free phones, or you used to get free yes, phones, or they yes. got three. They basically did the same thing with the internet around that time, because that's how most of my friends' families ended up getting, getting the uh, things, Yeah, AOL, CompuServe. Yeah. Oh, the discs RC. that they used to
0: send you for AOL.
1: Oh, well, you'd go to like a Best Buy or a Circuit City. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which, for people who don't know, Circuit City is like a Best Buy, but it's red instead of blue. That's yes, uh, true. I think they're all closed <laughs> the at this point. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, and so that's what... and then the monitor. So yeah, I went on the Wayback Machine and looked up these two products, and it was about twenty five hundred dollars worth of computer stuff, which is not small Her point no. remains, but you could definitely. It was just a great. Like line. I mean, to be like, fair,
0: if we took inflation into account, that probably would be five to ten thousand dollars in today's money.
1: Sure, it would, but that's she I wasn't know. from the future. I know, I know, she was Sarah. talking about
0: she was talking about the then money. If that you, is true.
1: If you take. The future of technology inflation into account. Mm. If you want to go buy those things, it will not cost you five to ten thousand. That is true. That
0: is very true. I can't they argue are, that they out. are not.
1: They are not collectibles. No. it's, it's no, not an Apple not. One. No. or or uh, you know, Lisa or whatever.
0: All I wanted was one of those Apple computers that were different colors. You know how they had like pink ones. And that's green what I was talking ones. about. Is, is that, that what the they IMAX? are? Okay. Yeah. Is that the IMAX? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember the name of yeah, them. That's I around just remember, the same time. I, I just was like, remember wanting one of those because i thought they looked so cool it was so cool
1: that was like steve jobs came in apple did like imacs and ipods and then he left and the company went downhill for a long time until he came back and came up with the iphone yeah and now now they're doing okay again
0: yeah Yeah. (laughs) i mean i have an iphone so who am i to i don't like apple but somehow i've been roped into their products thank you ex-boyfriend
1: yeah, once you're in, you
0: can't get out. I know, it's the worst. I'm too It's built that way. I'm am in too deep now. There's no I mean, there's no escape. To, Everything to fair, I do is like, you know, in the in the Apple platform. To so. be fair,
1: iPhones are just as good as every other phone now. For many years they were not good yeah. phones. No, they're good phones. And now they are every bit as good as any other phone out there. And I think about switching to an iPhone sometimes and then I have to remind myself that once you go mac you never go back
0: it's true it's true except that i did have an apple like i had a mac for at work at one job that i was at they did mac products and i spent a lot of my day in excel and mac and excel are not friends and i was like this is stupid please get me a windows laptop i can't do this I was like, if you want me to do my job, I need a Windows laptop. The
1: greatest thing to happen to
0: <laughs> Apple computers is Google Sheets. <laughs> yes. Yes. We're known. Now I'm in Tableau. So. Uh, yeah. Let
1: me know if you need, you need any pointers. I live oh, and I die. Might. I live I'm and die in that software now.
0: I'm just learning it. I'm yeah. just learning it. Not, there's so. not that much to it.
1: Everything is hard. That's the answer to Tableau. Yes. That is what it's I So they're super learning. easy or super complicated
0: yeah yeah that's what i'll you have learning. to cut
1: this part you probably have to cut this part out but the, the goal of tableau is to do the to the simplest updates possible so like people will ask for requests and they will just be out there for years like feature yes. requests yeah, yeah. and people will have the most convoluted workarounds for them <laughs> and, and they're I'm like, like no fine. it's not okay <laughs>
0: that's that's not don't accept it yeah. fight it
1: I can't. I can't stand it. Yeah. No. I. I like almost all our reporting is in Tableau. It's like my number one tool. Network. Oh, all right. All
0: right. Well, we'll we'll talk later. But yeah. so we go to Nick arriving at his crime scene. He is reunited with. I don't know if we ever got her name in the episode. To be totally honest with you, but we are reunited I, with the call girl from an earlier yeah. episode whose name is Christy Hopkins. And I legitimately cannot remember if we got her name in that episode. I feel I like we, we never did. got. her first okay. name. Okay, maybe we got her first name, but we got her full name here, Christy Hopkins. She tells the story that she was in the shop, shopping, minding her own business, not trying to steal, legitimately trying to spend her soft earned money. And got into a tussle with the guard and the guard spit on her. And that's when she retaliated. So Nick tells her after this explanation that he needs her shirt and there's a weird little like, oh, I'm... Every time I see you, I have to take clothing off, and
1: I. Well, so there's a there. couple of funny things that have this scene. First off, the police officer who's who she's accusing of copying a field. That actor literally almost cops a field while they're filming this episode. Really? If you look back, like he's like when he's pointing at her, he's like I was right like at I, the chest I, area. I guarantee you, he grazed, <gasps> and I was like, it's sketchy old man sketchy on no, me. no offense to the security guard I, if you're watching no, he's, pro- he's you're probably he's probably a very decent um, human being who are we to but judge? but it's kind of funny and i was like i wonder if they'd like left that i don't know if they did multiple takes but i wonder if they like chose that take yeah. because they thought it was funny and then the other great thing is that she's like how come you always ask me to close off When she already offered to show her nipples to him
0: yeah she was like do you want to see my nipples like they're feeling better <laughs> do you need to see my nipples again <laughs> yeah like they're feeling better and then she's like oh why do you always need me to take my shirt off like you yeah as nick pointed so, out you already offered to take your clothes off for and again for
1: nick. if months and months had passed her nipples feeling better would be a weird thing to say but if this is taking place yes, but if this is like almost immediately later, yes yes that wouldn't be so weird of a thing yes for her to say. i
0: agree i didn't even think about that but yes that makes that was
1: sense. that was one of, i think that was one of the things i was like what is, that line doesn't even make sense
0: yeah you're like this is like four months because we've learned that the Paul Melander thing was like a few months since the last time mm-hmm. he saw him so if we were to think that this harkens back to the first or second episode that this has to be at least like three or four months it would yep. be like okay if your nipples aren't feeling better like you really need to go see a doctor, see a doctor. <laughs> this is a legitimate medical concern that you need to get evaluated yeah <laughs> we return um, oh go ahead
1: oh it's interesting I was, no, I was trying to look at my notes Notes. I think that was it for that for the okay but so it's- I'm actually kind of sad we didn't get this scene. We didn't get this like interaction earlier on in the show because mm. like it's 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 kind of a fun light storyline. It is, and it's kind of oddly placed after we just had like the police officer that he stood up, and he very clearly is like considering through the episode of like trying to hit on this on this call yes. girl. And, yes. And, and so it's,
0: it, He's it, very it, much struggling with like how attractive she is and like his yeah. feelings towards her.
1: But anyways, that was, it was like it was like I kind of like this uh, storyline. It's a good little. They got a lot of little bits and pieces to it. Oh, I agree.
0: Yeah, and we go to Sarah. Sarah back at her scene. She is investigating the brother. She's checking for blood splatter. She, in this search, finds glass in his pants. So she lets him know that she needs him to strip and also lets him know that she's just taking the entire window that got shattered for further investigation. We quickly shift I like, over. I like
1: how she like pulls out a warrant and hands it to him. Yeah, like, she's like, in the warrant. A warrant. If you have gotten this far. First off, I don't know how where you got a warrant from because you're just no investigating, but you just have, like have a standing warrant ready. But also, like presumably, if there is a warrant, you have
0: already she's running it. she's running bets for the judge, so That's you know she true. just has a standing she just yeah, a standing she, warrant whenever she yeah because he that. hasn't been he hasn't been busted yet yeah, yeah 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 in this timeline yeah in this timeline <laughs> he hasn't been busted yet so we're good
1: just filled the blank
0: and so we quickly go to Grissom and Catherine meeting with a handwriting expert the biggest takeaway from the scene is that the writing is cursive and round and most likely written by a woman
1: and they all say uneducated i thought it was like the they were really laying on the stereotypes in this yes episode. they were like, i agree like, like they kind of conclusion but i also had this thought you're telling me grissom doesn't know anything about handwriting He's like taking he, it all in, like he knew nothing.
0: His character is willfully oblivious when it suits the storyline.
1: Yeah, but I mean, like Grissom probably would know. Like the Grissom that in my in my mind that I've started to paint mm. would definitely like have read a journal, a magazine. Remember, he
0: reads yes. a lot of magazines. Yes, he's a big yeah big science, big like investigative yeah. science magazine he probably would have fan. Have read,
1: read some of those, but
0: for our for our younger audiences, magazines used to be a, a really big thing so you know they still exist but they used to be a much bigger thing than they are today
1: although uh, uh, harkening back to that plane episode where grissom said he got his from a magazine which i believe also was undertone like reference to like a playboy magazine because that was sort of like men would read the magazine for the articles magazine (laughs) for the articles (laughs) yeah anyways
0: Yes, so we then go to Sarah cutting the window at the scene. Warwick arrives. We learn that Warwick has been reinstated. Sarah is not thrilled about this. We then go to Grissom investigating something at a microscope. Sarah walks in and starts talking about her unhappiness with Warwick being reinstated, about how Warwick has a problem, how she's upset that Grissom has ignored her recommendation. And this is where and this is a perfect example, Nick, of your just talk to each other. Yeah. Where Grissom talks in riddles and tells Sarah that she like that he sees the whole puzzle and Sarah only sees one piece. Tell her what you mean by that. Also. Yeah. So this was the other scene I was referring to. Just say what you mean by that. Like, obviously, you mean that you have more information Then tell her. Tell her the information. Right. And it doesn't have to be that he bailed out some young, you know, that he collected a debt to, like, bail out some young kid. I'm not saying you have to go into, like, huge details about it. But you can be like, hey, he was actually in the casino for non-gambling-related activities. So, yeah. you know, I decided not to suspend him or, or to fire to him me. because, like, it, his his, his actions did not go against, like, our code of ethics. That's all you have yep. to say. <laughs>
1: Yeah, they also, uh, like, there's a couple of things here. So this was what I was referring to earlier. I don't like the way that he talks to her. I don't, he doesn't give her the credence.
0: He, like he tasked her, and I write this later, so I might bring this up again. He tasked her with investigating Warwick. She left her job to come work for you to do this. Yes. And then you're going to treat her like, how dare you bring me this information? when you're the one who tasked her to get you this information.
1: I think he said he said that he's like don't you trust me?
0: Right, cuz he says that he trusts Warwick, yeah. so don't you trust me? That's a cute. You obviously she, don't trust Warwick cuz you had him tail her tail him. Yes. So you don't trust him. You illustrated that you do not trust him yeah. cuz you would never have sent her to investigate him if you just unilaterally trusted him you don't so, trust him
1: i also have a note like they're why are they making her so angry mm. and i think if this ties back to the if you presume this is the second episode there's a lot more on the line there's a lot higher stakes was it holly Gribbs yes from the first is she would yes, have just holly died Gribbs. right yeah and so like that all of a sudden it's an appropriate amount of frustration yes from sarah and yeah and and it just his, makes his reaction that much worse
0: yes just, his his gambling directly contributed to a CSI dying.
1: Yeah. Like, he but, didn't uh,
0: kill her, but it, him leaving her there so he could go, go gamble contributed to her death.
1: I also hate, by the way, if this was really supposed to be... If the original plot was really that Warwick wasn't gambling, that they changed it up and made him gambling, and that someone died because of it. Because mm. Mm. it yeah, now yeah. always be a mark on his character yes right? yes i like his character otherwise yeah
0: so we get through this frustrating scene we have a walk and talk with catherine and grissom uh catherine figures out and this is just like another example of catherine <laughs> like, being a total badass and figuring everything out That like, so there there has to yeah. be other victims right because great. the the message great,
1: said great partnership grissom i'm glad she did all of this work you know how long it would have taken yes to all do this? all this work to yes. get these things picked up yes. sent to her filed yep. Yep. What what were you staring at under that microscope? Yep, yep. Larval so Grith- stage so four?
0: Catherine finds all the other crime scenes, because obviously the message on the door referred to five murders. So, mm-hmm. so Catherine tracked down the four other crime scenes and the four other stall doors. So now in the lab, there are the five bathroom stall doors. And after a conversation between Catherine and Grissom, they shuffle the stall doors and realize that... All of the locations are on Interstate 15, so I 15. Yes. So, hence, think, uh, hence, spoiler alert, hence the title of the, I, the episode. I like that they
1: uh, they had to like put them in order to yes. figure that out. Yes, <laughs> but but also earlier when they first show like when Catherine's first showing Grissom door, he has such a kid in a candy store look on his face. Yes, at the, at the prospect of new evidence, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like. Dude, take this serious for a second. But yeah, his uh, that's like the puzzle Grissom. They kind of backed off of that recently. But this whole like, he likes to unravel the puzzles in the episode. But yeah, it's like, oh, a new clue, and then he's like really getting into it. He never says, "Great work, Catherine." Yeah, no,
0: no, he's just like, yeah, whatever. Like, no big deal. I'm gonna look on my microscope. You do all the heavy lifting. We go on over to Nick and Greg Sanders. They are running analysis on the quote unquote see through top that Christie was wearing. There's this, like... And I think all of us are probably familiar with this now, having lived through COVID. Yes. I don't... I I think this probably was mind-blown to people watching this in 2001 that... As you're talking yeah. to someone, like your saliva is getting on them and their saliva is getting on you. I think now, having experienced what we experienced through COVID, n- the majority of people know this, and it's not a super surprise. But I and feel this like is, this was this was probably a pretty big deal back in this 2001. Is,
1: this is even before like SARS. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So because mm-hmm. SARS
0: like, was like 2003, 2004. Yeah. It something
1: really, like that. Really not on anyone's radar. This. No. This, I mean, I'm sure disease people are. Well- like yes, I'm not. Yeah, Anthony you know, Fauci. I'm not, that's not knew who I'm, this was. That's in not who I'm.
0: That is not who I'm. <laughs> yeah. I'm speaking to like the average audience when we're talking. You're not about speaking this. directly to Anthony Fauci. No, I'm not. I have a huge crush on Anthony Fauci. We know this. And in this investigation, we learn that there is a distinct glob of spit on the shirt, but they need a sample to compare to it. Right? Yeah. Yes, there's a big glob of spit, but that could be from anybody. So we need to. Narrow this down. We shift on over to another storyline with Sarah and Warwick interrogating the brother from their crime scene. He is trying to say that the glass in his pants came from a car break in that he experienced the week before. They then go on to a nice little science explanation that the glass floated. It has equal density to the glass from the window, so it did not come from the car. It wouldn't have floated if yeah. it was. If it was yeah, car they, window, they do a really glass. bad
1: job of explaining this test and what they're trying to do. They,
0: but I feel like they explain it better later. later. Yeah, yes. they kind of
1: show you an example, but yes. the idea is you can. If you ever like, if, if anyone here drinks, you've ever ordered a drink from a bar where they have like layers and they are different colors. What they're doing Mm -hmm. is is taking advantage of the fact that the liquids don't really want to mix. Yes. And some of them are more... The more dense ones we put on the bottom and the less dense ones we put on the top and the heavier things can't get pushed out of the way by the lighter things. Yes. And they drop the glass in and it'll sort of float down until it finds a liquid that is about the same density as it and then it will rest on the liquids that are denser. And you can both see where it stops but also see the rate at which it falls through the liquid to a certain extent and then they use that to say like... Is this glass the same kind of glass? It's a really easy way without doing like a full chemical analysis of the glass. Mm-hmm. And so the, the notion is like glass from a car door would probably be made differently.
0: Yes.
1: Than glass in a window. And since these have the same density, they it doesn't mean they come from the same pane of glass, but it could mean no. they come from the same line of windows as opposed to like a completely different application.
0: Right, right. So we see a new reenactment where the brother goes towards the window because that's where he's claiming that the glass must have come from that landed in his pants. Sarah has one more question before they let him go that she asks him about money and infers that he doesn't make any. Once he leaves, Warwick is a little bit upset and telling Sarah that you know you showed him all of your cards and sarah rebuts this and also says like oh well you should know fellow gambler like there's a lot of like in out. this in this episode in where sarah gets yeah they do make sarah seem unnecessarily angry in this episode there's i feel like at
1: one point she's like oh it's a flaw yes I was like, it's like that's not a flaw it's not a flaw keep it up
0: yep nope i agree we go to grissom and Catherine. uh katherine lets them know that they're going to moabla uh, which is on i-15 so when they arrive there jim brass has a, a quick conversation with grissom about nick doing favors for a hooker so like there's there's some there's some talk in the office in the cubicles What's... about what nick is doing there's
1: a line where they're like where where was with uh sanders Sanders, yes, uh, yeah, and it's like, oh, what is it on the internet net already? Yeah, I figured like how new the internet was so be in new, the same thing. So but new it really new. is like on the internet because even
0: Brass knows. Yes, Brass knows about it. So we realize that a kid found a body along I-15. It is blonde, but it is also blue. And we learn pretty quickly that the body is cold and stiff. We then move on over to Grissom and Catherine with the coroner. We learn that the victim's name is Joan Sims. And this is the first missing woman from the crime scenes that Catherine pulled together. The COD, a.k.a. cause of death, because I I don't think that Nick has maybe watched enough episodes like I have to know immediately what COD is. Give me a little credit. Okay. COD cash on delivery. Right? Yeah, cash on delivery. Exactly. I know that uh, from all
1: the infomercials. No, yeah, cash, yeah. no CODs. Yeah.
0: yeah. So cause of death is strangulation. But the coroner notes that decomp is backwards in the sense that the organs are in better condition than the skin is. And... This leads the coroner to believe that the victim was frozen until about 12 12 hours ago. And Grissom makes the deduction because, you know, he can't figure out basic human things. But this allows him to immediately know that this body must have come from a refrigerated truck.
1: Yeah.
0: He's very brilliant where it works. He's, like, not at all brilliant where it doesn't work. Like
1: don't they also have like a slide where they're like oh there's some tissue and there's some ice crystals inside
0: yes i can't remember if it's here yeah. or in a later yeah. scene but yes there is but, a scene uh, that they look at i was thinking it's
1: like like how do you know this came from a refrigerator truck what if it's like just came out of their freezer have you ever tried to thaw steak like a one pound steak out it takes hours uh, oh it's like, use like a the whole cold body use the cold water method yeah but i'm just saying they just took this body and checked it out it could easily just come out of a home freezer.
0: Well, I think the idea is that it's been, they think it's been 12 hours yeah. since it's been derefrigerated and it's so oh, yeah, hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, it's right. it's like the opposite that it's yeah. like so hot that it's yeah, thought out, but still not thought out completely. So it must've been frozen completely yeah. because it's been 12 hours in like crazy Nevada heat and it's still they're, frozen they're, to a degree.
1: They're kind of setting you up for this trucking thing, right? And getting you accustomed to the notion of it being... yes. Yes,
0: they're bringing a, they're bringing this up very early in uh, in this episode. We then see Grissom having to act in his "quote unquote" new role because this should be the second episode where he is talking to Nick about Chrissy Christy and asking, and Nick basically says oh, do you think I'm comp- compromising the unit? And Grissom's like, well, that's what I want to know. Like, are you compromising the unit by possibly doing favors yeah. for this woman? Nick does not want to talk about it. And I,
1: uh, my th- first watch through, I had this great comment, which is, oh, I'm glad they're finally bringing up this whole Grissom has to do with <laughs> being the boss thing again. Because I was at that point, I was I just thinking like, oh, 11 episodes it took you a while to get yeah, to Yeah, you're this. like, it's been a
0: while for this to happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so Catherine then comes in. She has gotten a list of refrigerated trucks, and one of them has a female driver. So, like, that must be our killer because the handwriting was female. We then go to Warwick Shattering Glass alongside Sarah Seidel, and this is when they discuss heckle marks, which is the direction that glass shatters in. So they talk about this a little bit... They talk about this a little bit more, a little bit more in depth when they talk mm-hmm. to the brother about it. But this is their initial bringing up of the heckle marks, which comes this into is, play very soon after.
1: This is cool because I'd never heard of this before in my life, and it's I only knew little about little it from this science. show. So yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It does make sense. Like once I heard about it, I was like, oh yeah, like that tracks. Like that makes perfect sense. So in keeping in the storyline, Warwick and Sarah are back again interrogating the brother. They are insinuating that he killed his brother. They're, this is when we get the actual like heckle mark explanation wherein that depending on did the glass break from the outside in or inside out that determines the direction of these heckle marks so they learn that the in this case the window was broken from the inside so once they're done talking to the brother they're out in the hallway they realize that they need to look at this guy's computer because he lives on his computer so they need to get they need to get a look at his computer so they're going to get a warrant for his computer then we return pretty quickly to nick going back to grissom's office to talk about what he didn't want to talk about just a few scenes ago and i did note and i'm curious if you felt the same way that there's a product placement here oh
1: really billy bass Oh, you know what? I did read that. You know, because definitely.
0: Nick is like waiting at the door and is like debating if he wants to go in or not. And then Billy Bass is like, yeah, burp, burp, that's And a sings his thing. little song. And Grissom literally says, that's Billy Bass. You know, like yeah. he's, you know, I was it's, like, it, I was it's like, kind of the right boys, time,
1: man. but it's also kind of like the Mimi time for Billy Bass, too,
0: where like mm. you just put it in. Yeah.
1: But yeah, I'll call I, I could call it. If there, it, it could easily be a product placement so yeah i think
0: it's a product placement so i'll, I'll give it to you Nick acer and,
1: f2051 or whatever it was was not a, pro- a good product placement because no, no they made not. you think it costs like five thousand dollars and it, it did not like it, it was at its time it was a lot more affordable. expensive one of the most expensive monitors you could yeah, buy but it still was not um, that expensive but that would be a really bad product placement to make you think it's extremely expensive yes i agree Billy Bass, so, however,
0: two easy payments of 9.99 oh my gosh so say i was like 19.99 no
1: no cods which we just learned means certificate of death or cause of
0: death cause of death
1: that's my big mouth billy bass it's better than a watchdog i got valuable stuff in here you know But there are a lot of people looking to steal your two-headed scorpion, not to mention Miss Piggy.
0: So Nick admits that he was out of line earlier. He's not sleeping with Christy, and, but, then, but does confine in Grissom that he thinks that her telling of the events is true, but he needs to be able to get a sample from the security guard to be able to prove that. And this is when Grissom gives him a little line that if, the, if Mohammed can't go to the mountain, then the mountain must go to Mohammed. Which comes into play a little bit earlier. Well actually comes into play the very next scene where we see Nick with the security guard. He is buttering this guy up, playing the whole, Oh, yeah, she's super hot, but she played both of us and let's make sure your story is told because obviously she's a she's a scoundrel and I feel can't like they be trusted.
1: Also, they also play up this like very big stereotype like the security guards wanna be police officers
0: yes right like yes like
1: 100 yeah 100%. No, this will yep. look good on your resume type of thing
0: yep yep so nick asks him to write down his statement like his version of events and also put it in an envelope which we have learned on csi they don't give you the sticky envelopes they give you the licky envelopes so he wants this guy to lick the envelope to seal it and that is how he is going to get his DNA. So remember, folks, if you are in an interrogation room, don't lick stamps. Don't drink drinks. Don't smoke cigarettes. None I, of that stuff. Because they thought, can just take your DNA.
1: I actually thought it was the coffee was going to be the thing at first in this scene. Fair. And then all of a sudden there's, an, and there's Fair. like really, like, gratuitous Yes, love. they
0: very much want you to know it is supposed to be the envelope.
1: Yeah, I was thinking, like, I bet you there's special envelopes for this these days yes like they're are like extra absorbent and are easy to get dna off of probably yes. not back then but
0: not back then i don't think they just didn't yeah, give them the the peel and stick they gave them the licky ones i
1: would be like i've seen the i've seen enough episodes of seinfeld to know you should be licking envelopes yeah it's true Poor, it's true kill george's wife that way mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. so we go to grissom catherine and jim brass with the female trucker they get a handwriting sample from her Catherine scans the sample we learn fairly quickly that it is not a match to the stall door sample and this is when Grissom gets the lovely idea that we should probably be looking for a man as the killer and hence they saw this female truck driver traveling with her boyfriend it is probably safe to assume that there are male truckers traveling with their girlfriends what no never would have thought of that as a thing ever
1: so earlier on the episode when they first showed you the uh, message i thought it said we killed Five women. Oh, so, so you were like, so there's always I, two people involved. It wasn't into the handwriting episode, the handwriting expert scene, that when he reviewed it and he was like, oh, the apostrophe is not in the right place. Yeah, yeah, that you were like, oh, I was like, oh it's the only one person. I said, and I just, and I wrote down, I down, thought it said we. I said, I guess it could be a couple.
0: Yeah. Right? And then yeah, yeah.
1: it ended up being a couple. I did one, I, I was sitting on that one because it ended up being, It was, I didn't write it like, I have a little note in my uh, uh, symbol I use. If I say I'm making a prediction, yes, and I did fair. not say I was making a prediction here. So I didn't put like the big P next to it. But uh, that was that was one of those things that I was like, but I didn't really think of it. I just stumbled into it because I thought it, that was true already.
0: Yes. OK, <laughs> For, that's like, fair. The first yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Minutes, yep. 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 And
1: then yep. I was like, oh, well, I guess it could be. You yeah. Know, you're like, try to, like save my my butt. And then it turned out to be and I was like,
0: yes. You're like, yeah, <laughs> I was right. So we see Grissom driving by where Nick is talking to Christy. Nick is explaining the entire scientific process of the case with Christy. She does not care at all. <laughs> they and- had a
1: scene where she's like, he's like, you don't understand anything I'm saying, dude She's like. No. I think he says you
0: don't care about anything yeah, yeah. I'm saying and she's like but, uh, no I don't I don't." and to be fair to her she's like all I care about is like am I going to get charged yeah. which 100% fair I don't care about yeah. hearing about your scientific mumbo jumbo when I might get arrested I just want to know am I getting arrested or not
1: but before they got to that part totally I remember thinking fair. I remember thinking like this is the most mansplaining thing this yeah it's like ever let me tell you her. let me tell you
0: all the cool things I that like, I do in my job to save you <laughs>
1: You know, I say that it's because I, in, in a lot of ways, like mansplaining gets a bad rap for particularly when it's belittling it's, it, or yes. it's an appropriate rap when it's Yeah, I, I was like, no, it doesn't get a bad rap. It gets, <laughs> um, a, it
0: gets a well-deserved
1: rap. But uh, I think there's a lot of uh, people out there and it's probably not just guys where you're excited and you want to talk about the thing that you're yes. excited about. And here yes. Nick is excited yes. about the forensics. It's so cool yeah. because it also did this great thing
0: yes' As he's someone, excited
1: about getting her off. But a lot of times you got to read the room and she did not care and he did get there. just the yes.
0: And that's like as someone who has ADHD and I still struggle with it sometimes, but I've I have had to learn that not everyone is as excited about my random fascination of the day yeah. as I am. And so if someone is like cool with me talking about it, great. But yeah, you have to learn how to read the room and be like, oh, you don't care about this very, like, hyper-specific thing that I am super interested in. It does not interest you at all. Okay, like, let's find a topic that, you know. And again, not again, but thankfully the internet exists. So you can find other people who are all about your very specific interest. Mm -hmm. So if your, like, day-to-day friends aren't, that's okay. And it's okay to, like... Go on the internet and find those niche people to talk about that very specific thing that you're interested in.
1: If I would say go to Reddit, there's probably a subreddit oh, for that. Oh, gotta but be careful about Reddit. I was gonna say if if you're like. Mean you're sometimes twenty years late to things. You're listening to this podcast in 2043. Mm. Reddit was this uh, website that used to be really cool, <laughs> and then shot itself in the foot, and now nobody really wants to use it. That's true. That's true. But similar, people used to be able to talk about things that they had in common.
0: Similar to Twitter, which is now I, called X. Who knows
1: what it's going to be called in 20 2043? You know, yeah. It could be called. It might have.
0: Been, it might have just entirely imploded by at that point. It's going so, to be called Facebook. <laughs> We we learn through Christy's non interest in the scientific talk, Nick does finally let her know that the DA throughout the case and she kisses him on the cheek and lets him know that she doesn't was owe that him the just cheek? once. She owes. Oh, yes, she kisses him on the cheek. Oh, yeah. and I, was, I was like, that seemed really close. It was very was not, yes, okay. but it was it was I will say it was cheek. It was it was okay. cheek adjacent to I did, mouth. I don't
1: have it in four K, you know. I can't get mm. it quite mm.
0: tell. Mm. And this is when she lets him know that not only does she owe him once, she owes him twice. So we then go back to Sarah and work at their crime scene. They have the warrant to search for the computer. Sarah notes that there's something wrong with the computer And this is where, like, did you turn it? Like, is it, is there a power (laughs) source? Do you turn it on and off
1: again? such a good scene. I love and hate everything about the scene. And I was like,
0: oh my gosh. I was like, oh. Uh, And they open up the tower, the computer tower, and they find a gun in there. And Sarah, completely honestly, is like, no one is going to believe this. Yes. Someone opened a compartment and put a weapon in it to hide it. Why wouldn't people believe you? (laughs) <laughs> oh,
1: just happened to find it. Well, presumably it's also covered in his fingerprints. So, like, I think it'll be pretty easy to... I'm also thinking, like, I mean, they maybe they cut this, but, like, they didn't, like, dust... Don't they have, like, a, uh, a residue they can look for on your hands? Yes. If you're involved in a shooting? They yes. didn't even GSR. G-GS, doing... GSR.
0: They, they didn't even think revenue.
1: about doing that to him at the, at the initial crime scene. Like, no. when she's looking for blood and no. she finds glass. Like, why don't you just be like, the guy was shot. Yeah, like you know, let's do. Right yeah,
0: because she tested she she checked him for blood splatter. She, well, this again maybe goes back to this is supposed to be the second episode and not yeah. a much later one. They probably didn't do GSR testing until a much later episode. Episode. Yeah, and I mean, so maybe in the order of things, this hands. actually makes sense.
1: He probably washed his hands. It doesn't matter. I don't think it matters. Oh, I wouldn't know. I think... It, yeah. I feel like it doesn't matter. It probably may be hard to wash it off your hands. Yeah, I think, I think it's something where it, sure like some it, like, level. embeds
0: into your skin to some degree. Yeah. So...
1: Maybe that'll come up in a later episode, and we'll answer that question. Yeah, I also love that the putting the gun in the computer apparently broke it.
0: Yes, I'm sorry.
1: I could put a gun. I have I have a desktop computer. You could put a gun in it. As do
0: I. That's what I'm recording on right now.
1: You could short something, I guess. But like, I really, I was like, they better not turn the computer on after they take the gun out and yes. have it work. I would be
0: so mad. And they yeah, don't. Yeah. No, they do and not. Was, they do not. That that does not happen. But I, that would have been hilarious. You've we continue with weapons. We continue with Sarah and Warwick. This is where we learn more about the, a better understanding of the glass comparison. So they compare the glass from the window as well as from the butt of the gun. And they are weighing them to measure their density and they realize that they weigh the same. So they have the same density. They are from the same source. So they theorize that the brother broke the window from the inside with the gun. This is when we learned that the victim was executor of their parents' estate the brother that they were accusing of the crime wanted money we see the actual reenactment where he don't, confronts him and says like oh twenty thousand dollars isn't enough money like
1: plume don't, don't they just like whip that out like they knew this piece of information yes a fact? no i think and we I, had no idea I think, as an I think
0: warwick kind of is like oh yeah i looked into it but it does feel like it comes out of nowhere but i do think yeah. that there is a moment where warwick's like yeah i looked into it and the brother was the executor of the state and then this is where we also learn that you know well, sarah's still not happy with Warwick, that she never said he wasn't a good CSI. Yeah. Right? Because Warwick is basically like, well, oh, we, we got to this conclusion. And Sarah's like, yeah. And he was kind of like, oh, like, you believe me? And she's like, my problem with you is not that you... And then again, we were talking about... They're, they're trying to make Sarah's anger look like a bad thing. I think her anger is appropriately focused like she's not overall yeah. angry at him she doesn't think he's a bad csi she doesn't think that he's terrible at his job she is fairly concerned that his gambling habits are affecting his career and they have been and shown to do that and cost somebody their life like she's not angry for no reason like she has plenty yeah, of reason a, to you, be have
1: a, you have a problem you're not getting help and right your friends are covering for in your boss is covering for you
0: yes so like yeah that's, just, that's all the facts that she has and i'm you know and i'll admit here if i have not admitted it already i love sarah she's one of my favorite characters so i also feel like i wanted to send sarah seidel here a little bit but i just feel like they're painting her as the angry woman quote-unquote but i think she is fairly mm. frustrated and angry in this episode like she has every yeah. right to feel the way that she is feeling these so feelings those- are valid your feelings are valid audience
1: this is one of those moments that maybe want to look it up, right? Yes, yes. And be like, But like, this would be what very is going on here. Different because it just like it just felt like it wasn't related to the same little thing. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? And so yeah, maybe want to go look it up. And you know, they do, like, reshoots and different things. And so, like, I think the scene with Wark and Grissom when they're in the locker room and they're away from all of their characters, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right, that's because they've done this, like, reshoot with just the two of them to, to, to change up the storyline from the, you know, disappearing from Holly Gibbs, Gribbs versus, like, it being the the court hearing he was supposed to show up for. Yes, Right, but like yep. a lot of the stuff that they shot, they aren't going to throw away or reshoot right. with these scenes. Like here, and you can't change the tone no. of those no, no, of no, no, those no. episodes. And no. so, yeah, I was like, kind of have to, you know, give them. I understand it. You know, it it, it 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 probably hurts the overall like episode and the way it comes across. I think too, as a viewer, but like, I mean, it's edited together fine. It's just that, like, yeah, I don't want to think that Sarah's character is this angry blowing things out of proportion in character right I think she's being normal
0: yes I agree we then go to a scene with Grissom and Catherine they are doing some vehicle tracking I had to joke just in like or I had a laugh in the sense of a lot of the conversations happening right now around AI that Grissom is worried that tech oh, will yeah. make them obsolete and I was like this tech is what you're scared about this is the tech that you're afraid of like oh, my friendo, wait for 20 plus years when AI becomes a thing because all my job wants to talk about right now is AI and how it's going to be the future of our business, which is great and when you work in tech. makes you feel good. Business. Yeah, it feels great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we'll, so we'll see we see a truck elimination segment I, where they basically are like, okay, show me trucks that like deliver on I-15. Okay, show me trucks that deliver to grocery stores. Show me trucks that you know all so they I, basically keep going down the step of of I, criteria until they get to one truck
1: i cannot begin to tell you the number of things in this scene that get to me okay but i decided on a favorite one. Oh, oh let's hear it I so hear it. in general the order of the questions like Mm -hmm. I want to point out that the last question they asked was trucks that delivered to Marty's Market yesterday. Yesterday, yes. You you couldn't have started with that? That probably would have got you a really small number to start with.
0: Yeah, you couldn't have just started with that one? I thought I literally – I knew it did the same thing.
1: (laughs) Immediately after saying trucks that have deliveries to to supermarkets and I've whatever –
0: And I was like, delivered to the supermarket yesterday and had a a refrigerator.
1: Yeah. So they're all like, they keep asking questions that are like subsections of the question before. Yes. Yes. And like maybe they didn't think of it right away, that thing. But my favorite set of questions, my favorite part was they had just said, like, oh, trucks. They had just done like trucks that were in Las Vegas yesterday. Right? Yes. And then they show a map, and it's not just Las Vegas. You see parts of California, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, pa- or, or not just Nevada, it's parts of California. I don't know, maybe it's parts of some of the other four corner states. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, or, or the adjoining four corner states. And so they then say trucks that don't travel out of state. So these are all trucks that were in Las Vegas yesterday. No, no, they, no, they said travel.
0: no, no, no. They said trucks that do travel. No, they said eliminate trucks that don't travel out yes. of state, which is so fair. Then they have,
1: but they have, but then they have a bunch of trucks in California come off the map. But those trucks in California had to be in Las Vegas yesterday, so they mm, had to have traveled okay, out yeah, of state. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so, so, so it's just like obviously the the graphics didn't really yeah
0: match up with the dialogue.
1: They they weren't purposely matched up, and I yeah. was like, wait, yeah. that shouldn't have gotten you anything we like, no, that's I was not like, true. I was like, it's impossible for that truck to have met those two criteria and been eliminated. So that was my favorite part because I, I do a lot of data work and a lot of times we're trying to figure things out and you have to ask these kind of questions.
0: I'm showing Nick my little kitten who has a cone of shame on it at the moment because she got spayed today and she does not like the cone of shame. She is she is not a fan of it. At all, but we were we were looking at what are they called? They're not called don't. I want to call them don't. Oh, but they're they called call them
1: recovery collars.
0: Recovery collars. So we we were looking at recovery collars before we started recording today, and i I found one that I'm actually I might buy two because I technically weight wise she should be in the bigger category, but she is she is a bambino cat so she is very long but very narrow so i'm worried that if i go the size up that it's going to be too large for her so i might just buy both and then just donate them to like a cat rescue you know what i mean like okay if this one doesn't fit her then i'll just donate it to a Uh, to a cat rescue and then they can they can use it
1: grissom doesn't know this but uh amazon is going to take a lot of people's jobs this is true amazon is going to take a lot of people's jobs they a a very of good return policy mm-hmm. so they do. if you do buy two and one of them doesn't work you know return it pretty i
0: easily. mean i think i'd probably do again like i would probably just donate it to a i'm sure a cat rescue could could use yeah. one i'd feel better about like giving it to a cat rescue and yeah. like all right i gave i gave fifteen dollars to amazon but at least that then went on to help a an animal rescue actually kind of you could things. just
1: give it to a cat rescue and then you could just claim it as a donation on your tax i know
0: that's such a pain in the butt though but it is a true story okay so yeah. sorry we got we got distracted my cat distracted me which is a pretty normal occurrence in this house so
1: we <laughs> pretty get a... normal occurrence with cats <laughs> <laughs> Yes,
0: with any cat yeah put me in another house with cats and i also get very easily distracted it doesn't have to be my own cat so we then see cops pulling up to a truck driver making a delivery we see very quickly that he has a girlfriend with him Jim Brass clears the truck, so Grissom and Catherine can go inside. They check one fridge, nothing out of ordinary. They check another, and they find three dead bodies. Wompity womp.
1: All I can think of is every episode of SVU I've ever watched. And, like, the cops would not have allowed the CSI investigators... To just go in by themselves. ...when there's, like, an active missing person in search. yes. Then oh, then that, then we I, haven't even gotten to that part yet. Yeah, so, oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Let's, yeah, Grissom let's asks where them. Margaret is because there's five victims. So they found one dead body on the side of the ro- road. There's three bodies in the freezer. Thus, we are missing a body, and they assume that it's Margaret, the latest victim. And the truck driver is like, Oh, well, screw you, man. And we see a reenactment of the girlfriend luring the victim. So the victim's in the bathroom trying to like wipe the mustard off of her shirt. And she claims that, like, you know, she locked her baby in the car, she needs help. Mm-hmm. And Jim Brass, like, I get that he gets results. Uh, And I think this is also a Harkin, this is, again, this also makes sense if this was supposed to be the second or third episode, The Jim Brass is a little bit more rough around the edges than he has been in more recent episodes where he's kind of like softening up and becoming a little bit of a nicer guy. But he, in a sense, intimidates a truck driver and his girlfriend and is like, hey, like you're going to get the chair. So whoever talks first, maybe you won't get the chair, which... I get yeah, that he's like... Cut a what? deal. Yeah, like, cut a deal. And so the the girlfriend talks. Like, she she starts talking. Does, does she? Well, she... Because... Does no, she does. because she tell does, them where, the, where yes, the person is? Yes, Because, because they, then they
1: have to search pretty extensively. To well,
0: find I mean, I, I guess she generally tells them where the victim is. Because then we see Grissom and Catherine <sighs> in the cabin of the truck. And yes, after some extensive surf, searching, they find Margaret alive behind the seats the front it's like a hidden the, the compartment truck. under a yeah.
1: seat that's locked. And it's like, you didn't just like ask that question to the person who knows yeah. who she is. Yes. But yeah, it was a very
0: dramatic scene. Very dramatic scene. They find Margaret alive. Yay. This is not, you know, no, one, of, one of the victims survived. Which is great. We want, we want no motive, no explanation of
1: why so they're this is, and killing people.
0: This is based on a true story. Is it? Yes.
1: Oh, by the way, I learned the, in, in reading Wikipedia to find out this was the second episode I also learned that the airplane episode is also based on a true story.
0: Oh, that I did not know. That
1: happened like four months before the episode aired. Oh, okay. That I did not know. But this is based Um, on a
0: true story. So that's... Oh, uh, that's interesting. But, yeah, uh, yeah. They also did
1: never explain why they dropped off a body on the side of the road for. No,
0: they don't. Yeah, because like, why not just keep it in the freezer? There Unless, was like,
1: definitely room for more bodies in that freezer.
0: Yes, yes. There was plenty of room. You can you yeah. could squash them. You could you could bend and fit another body in there. Other
1: there was like another freezer box that had pigs in it or something. Yes. You could've, you could've
0: yeah. It. Yeah. Totally could have fit. So we very much changed tones where we go back to uh hq and there's a kid waiting there sarah says that he looks lost he lets her know that he's looking for warwick and so she she asks like oh do, do you want me to relay a message and he just says like oh just say that jason says thanks warwick then comes out they have a cute little interaction we learn that warwick busted him loose after jason pulled a fire alarm And that Warwick went to the casino not to gamble, but to collect a debt owed to him. And this is where I noted, and I, again, I just feel like they were making her look unnecessarily angry in this. Warwick says to her, like, well, don't go behind my back. Like, next time you have a problem, like, don't go behind my back. Grissom told her to do this.
1: Yep. Also,
0: this was a job. This was not a, like, this was a legitimate work assignment for her. To investigate what he was doing. And it wasn't like exactly determined that he was at the casino. It was like, tell me if he was at the casino or not. And so she went and she determined that like, oh, crazy enough, he was at the casino. So I I don't know why the anger is directed at her when like, Warwick, if you should be angry at anyone, it should be Grissom. Like Grissom, your buddy who trusts you so much, hired Sarah to track you instead of going to you directly and asking you what was up. Why are you angry at her?
1: Also, when she was conducting your investigation and you said that you talked to her, you just didn't want to share all of the information or we were in the case and she was clearly bothered. You didn't think it was important to communicate to her in more detail. Yeah. Stop. Don't keep people in the dark and then be mad at them.
0: Again, like you, you don't have to reveal private information about work. I get like, you know, confidentiality. I've, (laughs) I'm a manager. I've had my employees tell me things that like, I'm not going to then go tell yeah. the average person that i work with like there is some level of confidentiality but there's a way to go to sarah and say like hey i really appreciated you looking into this i know you found him at the casino you know but there are extenuating circumstances and it doesn't warrant him yeah being laid off you know being yeah. we had a
1: private conversation about it yes additional information yes i can't share it with you right like that's all but you have to like he I, wasn't gambling
0: I literally had to have that conversation not too long ago at my work where someone that I worked with came to me and told me something very private. And they said, I don't want you telling other people about it, which is 100% fair and 100% they're right. And, but I did have to relay like to some degree like, oh, hey, this person is going to be out of the office for a few days. And I said, I have given the green light for them to have these days off, but I can't go into further detail as to yep. why they need this time off like i've green lighted it greenlighted it i am their direct manager i have given the okay but i can't tell you why they need the time off because yep. they they told it to me in confidence and i'm going to respect that confidence it's not that hard it's not that mm-hmm. hard
1: <laughs> i worked it, it's sort of almost like the opposite is i worked with somebody on a small team once and they were out a lot and yep. i didn't really know what was going on yeah but i had a lot of respect for my manager and i I said, I said, I assume there's something going on. They said, yeah, I can't really talk about it. You know, it's a private thing. And I said, OK. Yeah. And that person right. and, and months later, that employee, when they when it was over, they had a health issue. I, I, And they didn't really divulge that much. They were they were kind of private about it. But they said, yeah, I mean, I was out a lot. Yeah, I mean, and they were leaving, I think, the company to go move to Arizona because it was going to be better for their health.
0: All right, Nick, what did you think about this episode?
1: So I realized in discussing the episode on this podcast that really the only storyline I don't like is the is the trucker storyline. it Or the -hmm. the kidnap women at the supermarket. Yeah, the
0: I-15, the the title, the title of the episode. Yeah.
1: But I think it's entirely because like there's no explanation of what's going on know what I mean? It's right. just like and it's like I don't know, I was like I just chalk it up to being serial killers. I feel like they didn't even have to do that much explaining. They just I just needed a little bit more. Again, communication is important. Don't keep people yes, in the dark. Is. Communicate so with your friends and as, loved ones, guys. As a writer you should also communicate with your audience and let them know why they just <laughs> spent twenty <laughs> minutes following their storyline. Fair. Sure. But I, I think I like the other storyline, so, so I'll rank it a little higher. It's like three out of five stars, maybe,
0: okay. for me. Okay, so, yeah, I mean, I think I I didn't really like this episode. I think I probably liked the I-15 storyline more than you did, but I think that's because I know that it's based on a true story, and I am probably inherently, crime. like, adding, adding yeah. content to to the story that's not actually there in the episode. So like I'm filling in the blanks that the episode lived out, like left out because I know more about the story. That's the part that I'm missing. Yes. So like, yes. So I think that's probably why I enjoy it. I don't, we've talked about this several times. I don't like how they portray Sarah in this episode. I think they make her to be the angry woman, which she is justifiable in feeling the way that she is feeling. And I don't like that she is, regularly dismissed and regularly downplayed and regularly blamed when like none of that should fall on her i do like having a little bit more character developed with nick right like yeah. i like i like this he's kind of wrestling with you know, how he feels about christy how he doesn't feel you know like i i like it like i feel this paints nick slow. in a good in a good light
1: they were kind of slow to have character development for nick and now i think i know why because they thought they already had done it
0: yeah they thought they had already done it yeah <laughs> and, and so uh,
1: Yeah, I actually, before I knew this was really the second episode, I would say my opinion on this episode was worse. If this was actually recorded and filmed as the 11th episode, written as, like, number 11, then this would be, like, a much worse episode. Yes, that's fair. I think that's entirely fair. I I try to give them a little more slack on the Sarah situation. Yeah. Because I feel like it's half of the problem is context has, has been switched. Yes. right and yep. just the way she acted or the other way other people acted may have acted differently because they thought they the actors themselves had different contacts or the directors and then so that went a little bit better uh, better too but yeah that was i mean I, I had that note earlier i was like like why are they making sarah so angry like i don't like that it's not no. a good character they i wouldn't want them to keep that up but they do she has some other moments in other episodes where she's angry and I, they do need to chill out on it a little bit i don't know if they do or not but i think that we shall see i I like the intellectual version of her character i yes it's okay to be righteously angry but like when it's appropriate yeah no but don't make her angry for angry's sake that's not that's not a good
0: character i agree 100 percent. so next week we will be back with season one episode 12 fahrenheit 932 in the meantime based
1: on its name alone
0: (laughs) <laughs> In the meantime, you can follow us on Facebook at Who Are You: colon, A CSI Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter. AKX Instagram or threads at who are you CSI Pod. And you can also email us at who are you CSI pod at gmail.com. Please feel free to tell a friend about us. Use the hashtag who are you CSI Pod. We are monitoring for that on social media channels. So definitely feel free to use it. And uh, we love interacting with you guys. So definitely feel free to to reach out and we are happy to return that. And otherwise we will see you next week. No spoilers. No spoilers.